Oh, you're recording. Hey, hey everybody. Hello. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining in. We're happy to have you. We're so happy to have you. We're happy to have one. Oh. Oh my gosh, I have one thing I have to get off my chest. Please. I saw the Taylor Swift Arrows concert movie. Yes. Yes, you did. And when I saw it in concert, I had a thought, and I was waiting until I saw it in the movie to confirm. And when she came out in her reputation outfit, mm-hmm. and it was black and red, mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I don't know if I like that, because I feel like it should have been black and green. Right. And then she came out in red, and it's black and red. And it's all, like, same sequency, you know? Just different, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I just want you to know, I'm going to double down, and I'm pissed about it. I think it should have been green. Listen, I like I like that take. I think that that's valid. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because I, too, was like, I don't know. I, I know I, I love most of the costumes in that show. But, like, I agree. I was not. The reputation costume is the one I have the most notes on. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, uh, that's how I feel as well. Well, anyway, I just wanted, I, I had to get that off. Yeah. I thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, I have not seen the movie yet because I was supposed to go opening night and then my show ran long and I was like, I'm not going to try to book it there to be late to what. And like, it was a whole thing. So I have not seen it probably be seen in the next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss more. We'll discuss more when you've seen it. We'll cut it here. Hi everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks for being here. We'll stop talking about Taylor Swift now, and we'll talk about Kelby. Perfect. Kelby, breath of fresh air. Love chatting. We talked to her this week, which was nice, fresh. Lots to talk about. Lots happening in her life coming up soon. She's experiencing life. Yes, and that's what we talk about. So if you're interested in talking about life and all Mm -hmm. of the things that go along with it, and... If you're interested at all in museum jobs, museum Mm -hmm. topics, museum Mm -hmm. information, she's on top of it. She's your girl. She is. Um, All right. Well, then, everybody, listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And maybe in the outro, we'll talk about Taylor Swift. Maybe not. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, you got to stick around to find out. Well, Kelby, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being on. Hey, you're me. Yeah, no, thanks for being on. I truly, it's a blessing every time someone joins. But we appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. I am excited to chat with you because you'll have to correct me a hundred times, but you work in a museum? Yes, yes. Okay, in Washington, D.C.? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. Let's talk about That's that because cool. I imagine you just working like night at the museum. Is what I'm thinking. That's what everyone says. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that Night at the Museum is at Natural History. I'm at Air and Space, which (gasps) you see in Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of all the pop culture, like, moments, but mostly Wonder Woman, really. Um, But, yes, I work at Air and Space. I've been there since 2020. So I moved before the pandemic, started the job up here. And I've gradually, like, I'm now in a leadership position. 
as a museum specialist, that's like my formal title, but I work for collections and I work all behind the scenes. So I kind of mm -hmm. get the like, I, I'm never at the museum um, when it's at night, but like I see the behind the scenes and everything. And I could go into very, very dark buildings and it's very much a warehouse vibe. I don't wear makeup to work. I mm -hmm. wear leggings, we get dirty. Um, nice. So, so it's a lot of fun, but yeah, I, it's kind of crazy that I, I've ended up in DC. Uh, I always thought I would end up in a museum somewhere, but not DC, the Mecca of museums. So, right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So is this, have you always wanted to do something history or is it more museums? Yeah. Um, probably, eh. History, I started out as an artist, though. Mm. Like, I went to college thinking I was going to go and be, a, like, a starving artist and started out mm -hmm. as a studio major. And then I discovered, like, go, like, I had to volunteer at museums and things like that, like, when I was 16. But I got into, like, gallery work in college and then volunteered at museums, then got internships. And it kind of developed mm. from there. And then I got my master's in art history. So I changed from art to doing art and art history for my undergrad, master's in art history, just all at Alabama. And so it kind of just tumble, tumble rolled into that kind of like field where I, it was like this niche thing, um, yeah. working with artifacts behind the scenes. And, it, and it's, and it's fun. I always thought I would be in an art museum, but, uh, I've worked at a natural science museum. So like, taxidermy gems and minerals now I'm at an aeronautic and space museum so uh and but I've worked at a lot of galleries and things I didn't necessarily think I would be a museum in a person until I was in like my master's program and I was like oh okay this is what I want to do cool nice good well it's nice it stinks the whole going through college is awful just the whole like floundering what am I gonna do yes. and then you're spending all this money and you're like god I hope yeah. it's the thing that I want to do that is yeah. so good that you were like no this is this yeah. is it there was a little a little at the beginning but you got there right and it's so funny because like I um I turned uh 30 in a week or two so at the end of the month and yeah. it was like transformative phase of my life yeah. but um, I'm, I have been contemplating getting out of the museum field, like for about a year, more so because I'm, um, DC is not forever for me. I don't see myself living in DC. Daniel and I don't want to raise a family in DC. Mm. Uh, we don't have any family here. We have great friends and everything, but we would be solo, uh, with yeah. and his, yeah. he's from Alabama. My, fa my family settled in Alabama, even though I'm not technically from Alabama. So mm -hmm. um, we see like raising a family there, but the museum field down there is non-existent, like very, very small. Um, yeah. Mom and pop museums, I've had a taste of uh, the museums yeah. down there and they're not my favorite. Like, yeah, yeah. With everybody. Um, yeah, right. I've grown a lot in DC and that's, I love DC yeah. for that because like you meet all sorts of types yeah. of people and it's been an amazing experience, but being a military brat, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? Where yeah, do we just like, I gotta place. go. I yeah. gotta get out of here. I've it's been like, here too long. Next place. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. So do you have, so Alabama for sure is the next 
place or do you think you might dabble somewhere else before? Yeah. I, I think it'll depend. It'll p- depend on where I get a job. I'm also mm-hmm. sure because I've, uh, I'm hoping to stay in like, um, education, nonprofit, it, not necessarily museum, maybe the art world. Um, it depends on if I get remote or mm-hmm. not, cause that'll like be a lot of flexibility. Um, so, and my job right now is technically a federal term. So I am a federal employee, but uh, it's not to exceed four years. And I, oh, okay. that, that term ends in 2026. So it's not like it's close by, but I'm getting married in November of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, I've been here, I would have been here for four years. And I'm like, what's the next step? Probably kids. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like lining up what I want in my personal life and then yep. trying to have my professional life match that so I can have the best balance as possible. Because that's yep. my motto. I've, I preach work-life balance to my coworkers. Um, don't kill yourself for a job. Anything yep. like that. So I also teach on the side. I've, uh, I've taught adjunct art appreciation for a community college back home since oh, I got college. So I've been doing oh, wow. that for, I graduated in 2017. So I've been doing that since then. So that's always been a, a typical fallback. Um, yeah. Yeah. But and that's in my mom's footsteps. She's a teacher. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like not avoiding it, but I know it's an option. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's always good to have. Yes. That's good. That makes sense. Yeah. You said something about remote. How do you do, what would you do remote versus what you do now? Yeah. So I, I don't know. It'd be a completely different work style for me because mm-hmm. I did remote during the pandemic but we reported back to work because we can't really take care of artifacts. My, right. A big project that I'm doing is I'm moving um, artifacts from one location in Maryland to another location in uh, Virginia. So we're actually like crating slash palletizing everything, putting it on truck, driving it ourselves to a different location. And, and that's like the summarized version, but um, yeah. can't necessarily do that if you're working remote. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of like registration or database jobs that are in the museum field oh, that are more marketable for remote work. Yeah. So getting a, a database job I've contemplated, but for the federal government that I didn't know until I started working for the federal government, it's very hard to get a federal government job. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> there yeah. are between people stay in the federal government until they are ready to retire mm-hmm. yep. in that one job and don't want to leave for 20 years. So that doesn't leave a big market yeah. um, in federal government, like in general, Not a lot of Smithsonian institution, it's very oversaturated, especially in DC because in DC there's mm-hmm. schools that offer museum studies and oh. teachers are often working at those museums. So those, students have a upper hand of getting internships mm-hmm. then like getting into the system. It was right. kind of a fluke that I even wow. made cut. Yeah. Yeah. Become a museum technician. Yeah. Because I'm uh, surrounded by people that graduated from George Washington University and like paid for this 
very good yeah. program, whereas I'm just an art history grad and I worked at mom and pop museums and uh, all yeah. my experience is hands on versus the actual formal degree of museum studies. But mm. I also I also was lucky enough. I don't have um, student loans because my my father's uh, a Marine, so he had the GI Bill for me to use. So oh, I very nice. I was able to go very cheaply. I also had to share the GI Bill with my brother. So like we both ended up going to Alabama because it was in state tuition. But nice. Still, I didn't have a lot of money to spend on school. Um, like a lot of my peers have. Yeah. Or, or have they now have student loans that they have to pay for, but right. they had the connections and could get there quicker to this field. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, well, and there's like caveats to being like a federal employee. You like it, but you don't like it. There's like a, it, 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 the, the way they're handling, the way they handled the pandemic was great. We did go back to work. So I did get a taste about what remote would be be like I didn't really like it at the time yeah it was a giant transition I think I if I had like the better tools like to mm-hmm. you're just sent home and so yeah. hey, use your own computer yes like try and figure yeah. out and here's tasks for you to do that's not even your job just busy right. work yes yes but yeah. we reported back in um June I was home for a couple of months. Like I went back, yeah. went back yeah. to Alabama because COVID at that time hadn't, I don't know if it hit Alabama, but people were ignoring it in Alabama. So Absolutely. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, and my parents have a backyard with a pool and I was like, it's mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, instead of staying up here with roommates and having right. to do them, also teleworking. And, right. Um, in a basement apartment in DC. I was like, no. Yeah, no, get out, get yeah. some space. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's, I, I love a pool. I'll go anywhere if there's a pool. Yeah. Yeah, you will. I will. I, I'll do anything to get in a pool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if you would have told, you're lucky I didn't know that your parents had a pool back well, when we were working from home. Because <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> me, I work, okay, let me tell you, working from home, so I switched jobs. So I went to a new job like six weeks before the world shut down and we got sent back. Yeah. So I was working at a brand new company, brand new job, brand new people, didn't know how to do anything. Right. And I remember the first day that I had to work from home by lunch. I sobbed. I sobbed the whole lunch hour. I was like, yeah. there's no fucking way I can do this. I don't know how anyone does this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Obviously, I would kill to only work from home now. But that was just at it was time, so yeah. Like, and at least my work was computer based. Like, I can't even, I can't even imagine having to go from like a job where you do things yeah. to just a computer. Uh-huh. I would, I would have lost my mind. I would have cracked. Even, even like, uh, like I don't. I guess like people talked about it after, but like even the initial like, I'm a very social person, so the immediate depression. Of like yeah. having to stay away from people being stuck, and I'm in this new city where I'm yep. supposed to be making yeah. friends. Yeah, to be going out and having like a city life, nightlife that I've not had, you know, um, before, and experiencing all these new things, and we're all just stuck. Yeah, and, and like I, I had really good roommates at the time. Well, 
I had one really good roommate, and I still love her, still talk to her. Other ones were a little bit odd, but yep. even still, I had to find a new roommate in the pandemic. That was also a new experience. It, it was, it's a mess, oh. honestly. But, uh, like, it, it was fun, and I made, I made, like, really good bonding friendships with those roommates, and I still talk to them. They're, they're coming to my birthday next week. Like, it, it's... Yeah, good. But, uh, yeah, it's, like, people don't talk about, like, and even one of my, I think one of my roommates was content, like, she did not like her job, was trying to get a new job, and even mm-hmm. then, she couldn't, there were, they weren't hiring, or oh, they yeah. or things like yeah. that, can't even so. Yeah, I just, oh, it was just awful, I just remember, and then, like, I don't know if you had to deal, because you were with your, you were at your parents, my mom did not understand I was working. She was like, you're home? Tough. Yeah. Let's chat. Let's, what can we talk about? And I'm like, mom, just because I'm not sitting on a meeting does not mean I don't have a million things to do. Yes. Yes. Obscene. I was like, mom, what? But then, like you said about the, like, where you were social to, like, not being social, there was, I have a video, there was a Snapchat I sent to my friends of me crying because it was the first time I had been home alone in, like, weeks because everyone had been home, and I don't know where they ended up going, and I remember being like, this is the first time I've been alone with my thoughts, and I, like, couldn't stop crying. I was like, what is happening? It was, that was a wild time. Yet, or was that after? I got it in August of 2020, August. so I had to, like, muscle through the first, yeah, you know, yeah. months of yeah. COVID, the, but... The, the, like, Tiger King version of... Yes! Yes! Tiger King yes. I was at home for. Tiger King I was at home that for, is yeah. such That's such a marking point of, yeah. like, where you were, because I, too, was at home with my family, and it's the first thing I think my dad has ever binged, was us yeah. all just binging Tiger yeah. King. Exactly. And I, <laughs> and then I guess the next would be like TikTok when TikTok started. The coffee, yes. instant coffee yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, yes, and that's my next marker when I actually downloaded TikTok. I like I was I was muscled up and I did not have musically. I didn't have I didn't I just yeah. had, like I think I think it wasn't until like October, twenty twenty, yeah. late maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. late. That's late. late. But, like, that was my other marker when I, I found it. I was like, okay, this is a source of happiness I needed. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. I'm trying to think now because I downloaded TikTok, and where I downloaded it, I, like, I will never forget because I downloaded it at, like, 10 o'clock at night. I was like, oh, I'm just going to check it out. I was up till 4 a.m. Yeah. Because it never ends. It yeah. just keeps going. And I go, I can't stop myself. So yeah. I was up for hours. And I know that that had to have been right before COVID really started or right when it was like, when it was like uh, late 2019, where like rumors were going around of like something. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my God. To wait until October. Because it was like Tiger King was going on. I was home with my parents, but it was like my, my mom was, they hadn't canceled school. Or she was a, she's a teacher, but they went online classes and her being a hybrid teacher, she's used to it. So like she, but she had to go in the office still. And then it wasn't until I left and came back to work in June that Alabama was hit with COVID. Yeah. They had to worry like 
And it's so funny because, like, we had moved my grandparents. They were living in Tennessee where my mom grew up. We mm. moved my grandparents down in 2019. Three weeks, like, August, three weeks after that, in their, their town in Tennessee flooded. And then COVID hit the next year. Oh, it, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Thank God we moved them. Yeah. yeah. And we, I don't know what they would have done. If granted, they might have been a, in a better place in a smaller town with COVID. Oh, Not maybe. Yeah. see, But even still, they wouldn't have, um, and they didn't, I, and I technically have never had COVID. I've never had a <clears throat> test. Mm. I think I had COVID in January of 2020 when I was moving. Yes. Oh, when yeah. so many of us got so yeah. ill. Yes. yes. And didn't know, and didn't know. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. I was at an international airport, moving up, like checking out apartments, seeing all. I'll do it. And I, like, I immediately came home sick for two weeks. Yeah. So a hundred percent. I told, I told my roommates because they didn't believe me. They were like, yeah. I've had COVID already, and it wasn't until they, yeah. they came out that it was in blood samples in 2019 that they finally be like, Kelby, I think we all have COVID. That's why we need <laughs> No, but truly, and it was, like, those, like, that group of people, whoever did get sick in, like, late 2019, early 2020, that was, like, that was the fucking time to get it, because you got all of those antibodies, and you had, like, the core antibodies against it all, so any of the mutations, yeah. You had, like, you already had it, so, like, I don't want to not test, like, because it was crazy, because you had to, like, wait two hours in like a drive-through oh line test it it was nuts because i had to get tested to come back into work and yeah it was nuts but crazy time crazy crazy can okay i don't know if it was like this by you all but out by us the the covid testing like when when it started like the severity of it died down, but it was yeah. still fucking everywhere. So you yes. still had to constantly get tested. Yep. But like people were out doing stuff. We, they like set up like storage containers in the ran- yep. like a one random parking lot, which just have a storage container with one person in it, just collecting tests. Yeah, dude. Were, were what... Storage containers. I think ours were tents. Oh my God. Right. Like, you know, like the like tailgating tents. Yes. Intense. They still have those up. Like yeah. in LA. Yeah. You, like if you're over by the metro or whatever, they have like every now and again free days of like free COVID testing. Da da da. And you're like, well, I just got my booster. I just got my booster last week for whatever <sighs> booster variation this right. is. Yeah. It's our yeah. new flu shot. I wish they could just put it all in one. Can't you Combine just- them. <laughs> yeah. They'll get well, there. And I, I wasn't one of the ones that was, like, hesitant to get it. Um, but there were, like, federal employees that, like, literally retired because they wouldn't take it um, because it became mandatory at whatever point that yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. – and I don't even remember what month, but I, I – like, I – I am overweight, so I was in the like one of the one of the early ones where I count. I'm going. Yeah, right. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go first. Yeah. No, for sure. I know. I and I get it. I get how everyone. I get everyone being scared of something new. I get it. I get yeah. it. But also, protect, protect we blindly we blindly trust the government for a lot a lot of other stuff with a lot right. more. Right. 
Right. We literally trust that the strangers on the road are going to abide by the same laws as you in a car. Like, we just trust that everyone's gonna just go with it. And we all do, like, that, I think about that sometimes in the car and it makes me sick. I'm like, we all just... I still know of some people that still refuse to have their kids vaccinated with with COVID. They, yeah. Will, yeah. they have gotten like their regular vaccinations, everything like it's not like they're anti-vax, they're just yeah. anti the COVID vaccine because of how and I can understand like how new it is, but yeah. it's been long enough to where at this point, you, yeah. You would have noticed if there's yeah. like lasting side effects. Yeah. I was people like and now uh, you know the because I read that California Band like a red dye that's in Doritos, Skittles, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. I was like, that's worse for your kid than the COVID shot. Hundred percent. Um, don't let them have Mountain Dew before going to school. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, about that. Oh, listen. Sometimes you need that. Uh, what is that? that What's high. the? Yeah, Code Red. I love Code Red. Yeah, no, the red dye thing is, like, very real. I I had always, like, kind of heard about it, and it was one of those things that, like, I think was quickly latched onto by, like, granola moms, if you will. But my sister being a teacher, it was probably two summers ago. I forget how it came up, but we started talking about it because of its, like, relation to being neurodivergent and, like, how it can affect students and, um, like, when the thing passed the other day, she was in California visiting me actually. And she was like, like, this is huge. This is a big thing because she's like, parents don't realize how insane their like red dyed children are yeah. to deal with. Of it and they notice yeah. the behavioral change. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know necessarily it causes my neurodegeneration. No, it like heightens, I think, I symptoms think. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cause I can imagine like, I, I, I'm possibly on the spectrum, have never been tested, like, or anything like that, but I have, like, just as much retention issues later in life, and I should get tested, but. You should. It's world, it's life-changing. Yeah. But the, but, like, I notice when I take certain things out of my diet, how it can affect, but I, I. I don't do it now because I'm like I'm sure the red dye is in like Red Bull and I love the Vegas Bob. Or oh like, yeah. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Yes, exactly. I mean, at that point, it's like I come don't up with a new one. Cut that out. So yeah. <laughs> don't don't drink as much as I used to. God, they're so good though. Only drink on special occasions. There's so many things that I've done like get, going into my 30s that I've um that I'm like I hope this helps me. <laughs> yeah right well I'm always like it can't I've done all the bad stuff it can't get any worse you know what I mean (laughs) at this point I'm only doing more positive things I've done all the worst stuff it's so funny I know well we're all 29 in this moment yes Mm -hmm. okay so we're all on that some of us some of us fresh 29 some of us kind of have been 29 and some of us turning the age soon how do we all feel I'm hyped I can't wait to be 30 I wish it would come sooner I I aside from the whole like uh potential midlife crisis don't know where I'm because I'm it's probably more because I'm getting married (laughs) like yeah yeah. yeah. that's that's it but I will say like (laughs) myself I've never been happier yeah 
for yeah. new decade in my life. Just the potential of it. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Thir- 30 is daunting. I think mm-hmm. I'll be a little bit more freaked out when I turn 40. It's because I'm like 30, 30, I've heard is the best time of your life. That's what everyone That's what I'm saying. That's what everyone says. Yeah. The twenties you're trying to figure out your life and you're like trying to fit in. And I found that like um me being a military brat, like I've done a lot of like uh not not recent self-discovery, but like I've I've figured out that I'm a chameleon, my personality is chameleon. I'll vibe with whoever I'm in front of and that is both a hindrance to me and uh, more so myself because I'm like who am I am I I actually care about this or am I like uh, (laughs) a crazy like crazy personality type because I never thought I was I never thought I was different a different person depending on the group but now that I psychoanalyze myself and I'm like oh I just want to fit in (laughs) oh yeah I feel that yeah. yeah. Emmett, Emmett always goes, you were fucking friends with everyone in high school. I was like, no, I wasn't. He was like, you fucking talked to everybody. And I sit there and I'm like, <laughs> you're like Wait a oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I go, it was because like you said, you're just like, I guess I just, I'm going to just be whatever you need me to be. And I'll just yeah. be that and you'll like me. And <laughs> that's all I have to do. I found something. I don't remember. What was it? Oh, there was a meme or something once and it was like and I think it was people pleasing they're like people pleasers are just phenomenal manipulators yeah like we're just manipulating manipulating you to like us and mm-hmm. I all of a sudden I was like oh my god I'm a monster I because like, like yeah it depends. it depends like I would say I'm not a people pleaser but then some people like in some situations I am I'm just mm-hmm. like please like like, uh, like more so, yeah. uh, it's the, um, I'm the new kid. I'm like, I'm just trying yeah. to find people that like me. <laughs> yeah. Stick with me. But I think like, um, and along the, along the phases in life, I have good friends, but I don't have a lot of good yeah. friends, you know, yeah. from like, like the places that I've lived. Um, because I think it's a hindrance to move so many, so many times that I have in, in my life, but also, like, there's just, like, little pockets of things that have happened, like, uh, like, my college friend group yeah. falling out, or, like, me moving from Alabama, living in the same place as my parents, not really talking to my friends from high school, because they're oh. all in the place, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and only being at that high school for three years, I didn't develop, like, uh, some of the, well, like, you and Danny were friends, what, age? Like I don't even so, like seventh grade, something yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. I I I know of people from seventh grade, yeah. like Facebook friends with yeah. them. That doesn't mean I'm best friends with them. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just a interesting yeah. thing, like to see how I am now and be like, okay, this is how how do I make true friends, or how do I recognize in my friends that they're true friends? Yes, like, and. Like you said, I think one of the key too. like, I also found, I was like, why do these people like me? I don't, I don't know how to say, I'd be like, why? I, I don't know how to say it. I would just do something and be like, I don't even want to be doing this. I'm literally (laughs) just doing it because you're doing it and I want to be. And then I was like, do I even want to be friends with them? Or do I just not want them to not like me? And then I I, like, I went through a whole like, wait, I don't need to be doing any of these things. So I'm glad that I've like, 
gotten through all that so that in my 30s, the friends I do make are friends that I'm like, okay, we do like the same things. We yeah. do, you know, want, we have the same values, blah, blah, blah. Because let me tell you, these motherfuckers I've known for 20 years are fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Like, I would rather meet somebody in the last year and a half and be friends mm-hmm. with them than these motherfuckers. I mean, you've got to deal with a lot of dumb shit. Yes. Well, you you just have, like, <laughs> baggage from so long. Baggage. It's like and then just everything, everything is deeper when you know someone yes. for that long. Yes. Because yes. it's yes. not just like, oh, I screwed up or, oh, I did this yes. one silly right. thing. It's like there's and, history to each right. thing. And you're trying to grow at the same way as these people. Oh. And those motherfuckers are just going to the left. I yes. mean, they're just going off. And you're like, I guess we're... Yeah. We're going to make it. You're still my buddy, but what are you doing, dude? Yeah. What's going on? And like, it, and it's so, it's so weird to me. Cause like I, the people that I talk to, I've actually put effort in and speak mm-hmm. to them. I'm like, yes. y'all are my friends. Yes. If you answer me, you like give my jokes. We check in on each other. Cause I'm also not that friend that needs to be all up in your business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Time. Like if you're yes. posting on social media, I'm like, hell yeah. I, if I see it, you know, yeah posting on social media, but I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call you and like be like, post your day to day. I don't need that yeah. constant reassurance that you're my friend. Yeah. Uh, that and I would say that's a true trait in me. Uh, cause I, I, cause I've finally grown out of the, like figuring out, oh, I don't, I'm trying not to do just what you are doing. So you like, I'm like, I figured out that, okay, you're, you're, you're stuck to me like glue. You get yeah. it, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I also, I do love, there was like an age, it was like 25 maybe. It felt like we were out of college, becoming adults. But like, my friends, like we were still so up each other's ass. Like, yeah. like how, how, how was your day today? What did you do? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I just love that everyone is like in their own lives now. Yeah. And it's not, and it's nothing like I'm too busy for you. It's like, we're all just vibing. Yeah. We all check in on each other. Everybody, you know what I mean? It's just so much. I just yeah. like adult relationships. Or I didn't text back. This doesn't. Yes. Sad. Yes. Or like, doesn't. Holy shit. You. Yeah. Or yes. um, just because like, we don't talk every day. doesn't mean you're not my friend anymore. Like right. years old. <laughs> yes, it is like yeah. I got like the um, finances I'm worried about. I got job stuff I'm yes. like. Yes. I'm like so I, much. I can't be worrying I mean, about your stuff too. Yeah. Right. And it's like in the best way possible of like I just can't think about it. Yeah. Like I want I I love you dearly and I want to check in with you, yeah. blah blah blah. But like there's so much going on that like I can't prioritize it. And it's just nice that like everyone I feel like is finally in that adult relationship area. Not that we're not prioritizing those friendships. It's just like, there are so many other things going on and now everybody knows like, this is where our friends are and everybody else is just fighting for their life. And that's why I like, I like like an acquaintance friend. Like I would, mm-hmm. I, like Hannah, I would call you acquaintance friend. Like yes. I, you grew up with Danny. I went to college with Danny. That's how we met. That's how we became friends. We went to the beach, we get drunk in college, have the college things. But mm-hmm. like but like, you're not my best friend. But hell yeah, if you want if you call me and want to do a podcast, sure. <laughs> like, 
Hey, yes. if, I, if I was going to be in Washington, D.C. longer than three and a half hours, I could have called you. Listen, <laughs> that's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it's true. It's just, it's so nice. It's just so nice having such a, vi- a wide variety of relationships yeah. and be at the maturity level that everyone recognizes them for what they are and everybody just fucking chills. Yeah, because, I mean, growing up, especially girls, like, there's such a, there's a tough situation of, like, who your best friend is, but then also, like, it can be mean or it can be hyper, like, aware and not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings, and in turn, then you feel like you don't really have friends. It's like, oh. Yeah. I don't miss those days. I remember my mom when I was younger telling me, like, not to call people my best friend. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, that can hurt people's feelings, da da da, whatever. Yeah. And so then I got into the habit of like not really thinking of anyone as my best friend. And so then I think yeah. I was just like not a very good friend for a while. I think I wanted to always be the best friend, but wasn't ever the best friend. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I've been close enough to people, but again, the chameleon thing. Like I, yes. I. I, I don't know if I was hanging out with you because I actually liked you or if I'm hanging out with you because I want you to be my friend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking knows, right? Um, yeah. God. Now, now I realize it's like definitely quality over quantity. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. like, I like an easy friendship. Like an easy, not tit for tat. Yes. Not like too much drama. Like, yeah. And we're just like rooting for each other. If we're in separate states, if we're in separate like mm-hmm. the same city and don't see each other, that's okay. Yes, yes. I mean, being yes. a human is hard, and finding time to do things like having the energy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the, I uh, and and I never until I met Daniel, I never really got the whole like your spouse becomes your best friend. Yeah. Or, develops as your best friend I always was like oh, no. my not my best friend like yeah like my girlfriend's my best friend but really it's like it's who you spend the most time with it's who you tell your secrets to it's who you who, who you hear secrets you hear secrets your friend yeah tells you, you're gonna go tell him yeah. um, even if you're not necessarily like, like he's gonna know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and I get it now I get, I get it now. And, and that, that's probably, like, I'm so excited to be married. But also, it's going to be the same life that we're living now. Mm-hmm. That I'd be like, oh, let's go and get the paper so we can get our taxes. Right. Right. <laughs> Literally. But I want. Yeah. I also want the party. I want the party. I want yeah. the celebration. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I always used to say, and I, I still do, I think when people only have their significant other as their sole friend and like whatever sketchy right but like you're saying where you're like that's my best friend but like you've got all because like I'm trying to think of something I probably could make Emmett do anything I wanted him to do like if I wanted to go see a stupid movie I would might be like yes my boy my boyfriend would go because he's my best friend of course he would but like I I don't want to go see it with him. Like, I don't want to see the Barbie movie with you. I need one of my good female friends to go with or whatever. So I'm like, it's been fun. It's been fun um, balancing that of like knowing when you can tap in a lady Mm -hmm. friend or a, 
or another guy friend. Yeah, like just this, mm. just this, just this weekend, like I made him drive to West Maryland, West Virginia, because I wanted to go see the leaves because the leaves are changing. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Yes. Dead. And I was like, finally. I know. I was just gonna say when I was saying that, I'm like, God, I don't think I probably could tell him anything and be like, yeah, because it's like if yeah. I'm going with you, I don't give a fuck what we're doing. Right. You know, like it doesn't matter yeah. what we do. I just want to go with my buddy. I'll have like I'll have like my girlfriends like we'll go and have like tacos, like go to yeah, yeah. tacos and margaritas and like we need that gab like that gab night and and mm-hmm. one of my closest friends up here, Macy, she also is engaged. So like we can talk we're in that same phase of life of like planning yes. our wedding and, and so um but also like I don't feel with with my friends up here. I feel that I'm like myself, and then I feel like uh, anyone that I still talk to in college and high school that I'm like, you mm-hmm. know me now, so I think you know like who I was then, but you see me grow also. So I'm not yeah. screwed, yes like afraid of our friendship. I'm just like that's so I interesting am. that you say that because I remember there was a couple years where I hated hanging out with my like childhood high school friends because I felt like I had to like be Hannah from high yeah. school or Hannah from college and I was like I can't I don't that's a horrible person I don't mm-hmm. want to do that anymore and I like had to like accept like no you've grown you've moved on and either these people stay with you yeah. because you've or you might just mm-hmm. lose people because they don't like how you are anymore but like you right. gotta act like how you want to act I, that yes. was a fun learning lesson and it's so funny because, like, I, I, uh, I even look back at pictures. Like, and it doesn't really bother me to look back at pictures because, like, I've gone through like a weight, weight loss journey, weight gain journey. It's just been a whole like that's my life. Yeah. But, but I'll look back at pictures and I'm like, and I know uh, this is a, a big thing. I preach like I, I don't want to preach body positivity, but I'm like, I can tell when I'm most happiest, and that it doesn't matter what weight I was. I can tell in that moment that I'm either mm-hmm. happy or sad. And I right. can be fat. I can be skinny because I went from like being very big to dropping 200 pounds. And now mm. I'm at like a, I'm well, I'm on Wagovi. So that's another like a new chapter that I, that yeah. I'm, so I'm on that Ozempic <laughs> like crowd kind of uh, theme. But uh even then I'm just like, and, it, and it's some, somewhat so you can see the relationships and like the times you were friends with certain people. I'm yes. like, not happy then at all. Yeah. Like I wasn't happy with the weight or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So There's just other, yeah. There's always, that's interesting. I should, I just hate looking. I yeah. just hate looking at anything. It's like a fondness. Yep. fondness. There's certain ones that I'm just like, I don't want to look at. I'm just skipping through that whole year. (laughs) No, it's so true. And I think that people who do sort of like hold you hostage in that like former version of yourself. You gotta go. Like it can be really draining to be around them too. Because even if you aren't acting in that way, they're like continually bringing it up and like pointing out these things. And it's like, like, it's, it's a way to like, hold control over you I guess and I I hate that I have a lot of that in there are people in my life that are that way and it's like she slowly fades off yeah (laughs) and it's I 
choose not to spend a whole lot of time with them because right. of that. It's like, okay, yeah. well, if you're just going to linger on this, I have yeah. better things to do. Yeah. Yes. It's healthy to have boundaries. Yes. Especially like with family, with friends, like boundaries all around. Like I, I don't have the best relationship with my uh, paternal, my dad's mother for mm -hmm. reasons. Like, I guess I, I would be no contact, but, but it's about once a year at Christmas where I'm forced. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or anything like that. And uh, starting to plan a wedding has like been, an interesting navigation of oh. who do we invite? Who do we like? Um, what are the cutoffs? And Daniel has a giant family, and there's uh, he, yeah. he, he, his, he, his dad has passed, but he, his mom and his dad had divorced, so there was like that separation yeah. before his dad passed. So there's like multiple different families. And yeah. while my parents are still together, that doesn't mean there's not any less drama. So <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't, yeah. do I keep the peace? Do I want to like have everyone? I don't, I don't think it would be a problem. I, my, my parents have made certain promises to me that like certain people, certain family members, if they do come, they will not be a problem. And I said, okay. <laughs> you know, that's so funny that you say, I just was telling, um, I was talking about how, like, Emmett's family is, like, normal. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. very nice, <laughs> normal. Very, everyone's normal. Right. I'm waiting. I mean, you've got, you've got one, one or two, you know, people, oh, but, wow. like, in general, they're overall very, you know, regular, and then my side's, like, all all mental disorders like we're just fighting for our lives and I was like our wedding I always used to joke I was like oh whoever I get married all of my boyfriend's families were awful like it always would have been one of the family members from that side <laughs> like fucking my family is gonna ruin my wedding no Something they is gonna happen it's gonna be my because I'll kill them because <laughs> I'll beat them up you won't get a chance to <laughs> Maddie's <laughs> taking them down <laughs> I'm going to be henchmaning people. Yeah, literally. No, but I just, it's so God, funny. There's you nothing like... like the pressure as a woman to, or anyone, I guess, if you are taking on the role of bride in a wedding and planning it, like there is, yeah. I, I said it can't when talk I got about married, it. I wouldn't yeah. do it again. I yeah. like, could never. Yeah. There's two like hurt, hurt feelings or yes. like um like in like even like uh one of the choices that i'm doing i'm doing no no bridesmaids no yeah. bridal party just because i i think i'd have to, if being a people pleaser i'd have too many and then i don't be same i don't want same people up there and i said the same thing i also don't want them to feel obligated to do anything for me Right. I, right. I'm like, I want you there because you want to be there. Don't come if you don't want to be there. Or like, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, but there's like, uh, with weddings comes like hurt, hurt feelings and mm -hmm. like animosity that doesn't have to be there. Family yes. will come up like, um, and like I'm, I'm still very close. Like I was maid of honor to my friend Caitlin's wedding, and I guess she. She's probably my longest I've known friend, but we weren't like 
super cl- we've been close in chapters but like yeah. always have ma- maintained contact like our yes. parents went to college together yes. so that's like our point of and now she's got two daughters and I would consider them my goddaughters yeah uh, yeah because I uh, my brother yeah he's gonna have kids eventually but I'm I'm like after me please <laughs> right right yeah i have to win <laughs> it's my little brother i was like i don't yeah. you don't need to birth kids right now or, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're not ready um no, no. still see him as a child <laughs> um and with her wedding like she had like family obligations and everything mm-hmm. that stress and there, yeah there were choice people that i'm like i have to fight somebody yeah let them. me know right I'll diffuse the situation. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good diffuser. I'm yeah. a good diffuser for sure. Not at my own wedding. Someone causes a scene at my own wedding. I am physically yeah. fighting someone. Yeah, that's a physical fight. But other people's wedding, I would never ruin someone else's wedding. Mm-mm. But that's so that makes me that makes me feel better because I did the same thing where I was like, oh, yeah. I can have twelve bridesmaids. That's obscene. Yeah. I'm like, I guess we're doing none. Yeah. But but I will say. I not that I wouldn't want 12 people not the people that I'm thinking of those 12 individuals it's not that I wouldn't want them in my wedding day but maybe five of them should be and the other ones are like yeah you could be in the wedding mm-hmm. and I fell into the could be field on a lot of my friends weddings that I was not a, bra- a bridesmaid in and I never never was like oh I'm pissed I'm not in that wedding I was just like, oh, no. So I, like, I don't know why in my head I can't do that. Like, if I really want bridesmaids, I don't know why in my head I'm like, you can just ask those certain people and the other ones will understand. But I'm like, no, they'll hate me and never talk to me again. It's, well, I think it also does depend on the person because some people would be pissed even if they are. That's what I'm saying. Because I have been in weddings now with a few people that have asked at least one person to be in their bridal party because it was like, out of obligation. Yeah, see, and I I'm don't like. I don't. I. I don't like the whole obligation thing. Yeah. I would rather you I, not I, ask I, me I, than feel. Yeah. Right. I'd rather you but not ask not me the than type feel would, obligated. You're too self-aware. You would never be in that position. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like the people who are obligated to be invited and like they are not. Is because they have they're no not self-awareness. Self-aware. They don't right. realize that you're not. Yes. You're right. You're and so right. I think I think I've been that kid like pick me choose me like not not a pick me girl but like mm-hmm. very different yes. but like yeah. I'm like I don't want to be the last person chosen on the team for like softball or anything like yeah that I'm so inclusive that yes. I'm like anybody can come I don't care yeah. like we're yeah. friends I, like as long as it gets you there I don't mind like I'm so try to be so inclusive yeah. with that and, and not exclude anybody that yes. I feel bad and I, I and I think I'll do like a bachelorette trip but it, like it'll be more of like a girl's that's, trip that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do too I'm yeah somebody could come I really don't care yep. <laughs> yep. yeah yeah I know that's what I did I was like you know what instead of doing a whole big bridesmaid whatever blah 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 I'm like just have a fun the whole all you need for a bridesmaid is to have a fun party yeah and yes that's it you have to have a fun party with them and that like, otherwise they're just, they're standing, which don't get me wrong. I love when you see people with the people that love them up on the, like it's gorgeous. And I love the vibe. 
I just, I would be 27 dresses. I'd be that girl at the end of 27. Yes. And it would just be, we were just like, all right, come on. You come know? On. You don't have come that on. many friends. Yeah, you got to rein it in. $500 for this dress? Come on. Yes. Like, That's what I mean. I, like, don't want to force everybody. So I, I, and you can, you can steal this if you want. Um, And it's kind of from Maddie's wedding, too. Maddie went and kind of told everybody, like, the colors of the wedding mm-hmm. so that people would dress accordingly. Whoa. But I'm going to tell... Like the people that I'm inviting to my bachelorette, I'm going to say, here's what color I'd like you to wear. Yeah. And if you wear that color and if you want, we'll take pictures and you can come be in pictures and yeah. stuff. But it's only if you if you want to buy a dress that color, if you want to be in pictures, yeah. you can come. We'll do it. But if you don't want to do it, because I'm like, I don't want people to buy a specific dress, but, you know, or but, like. Yeah. This is this is my plan because I, I like I'm fully in like Pinterest mode. I'm not mm-hmm. in I've got a venue. I got a dress. That's mm-hmm. the only things that are, are set in stone for me mm-hmm. right now. But I have a lot of Pinterest ideas. But I saw something, um, and I can't remember if it was TikTok that gave me this idea. But they've given like a color scheme or a theme yes. for mm-hmm. the entire wedding. Yes. Where yeah. That's what Maddie did. Denver in Alabama, it's a fall wedding. Mm-hmm. Dressing fall color. I yeah. will be like in the invitation, it will have like a color. Yep, a little palette. Yes. Be yep. artsy as hell. I'm like, I will make a color palette and I'd be like, get a dress this color. Or yeah. get a dress that's black, beige, whatever the hell. A neutral. Because yeah. um, pictures I, look phenomenal. Like yeah. Maddie's pictures at her wedding are like the best wedding pictures I've ever seen. Yeah. Also, because it snowed, so I can only—I mm-hmm. mean, she had my dream wedding. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. love this book stocking, so that'll be my favorite. Yes, you have to, but that's great. That's the way to do it. I'm gonna do—I'll have the color swatches for everybody, and then—I mean, it doesn't matter. I keep calling it the red wedding, and the accent color is gonna be red. So I'm gonna tell all my friends the specific color to dress in, and then I think like greens and blacks and like dark blues because it's like a wintry so i think those would be the vibes and then everyone because that's i yeah. think it just makes it's so much more cohesive yeah. it really makes a difference your photos yeah end up looking mm-hmm. so much better yeah. mm-hmm. i'm i'm trying to do it within a a, a good budget also like mm-hmm. that, i'm worried about budget like yeah and, and finances and not going overboard because like it's even from helping my friend plan her, oh. her wedding was in 2018, 2018. And even then I was like, we expensive things. And now mm-hmm. they like double the price. And I'm like, what the hell is this that expensive? Like, why is my photographer like, and I, I'm not saying my photographer is 4,000, but I've, I've had, I've sent emails to get the, the list and it's like, yeah. Four thousand dollars is the starter, and I was it's, like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> Photographers Can and I... videographers are so expensive for weddings, and like rightfully so. But it's that's a big my job. Thing. It's a big job, but the thing is, is it's the problem is, is the overall general. <laughs> this is gonna get so deep. It, but it's the problem is our minimum wage is too low. So right. these these individuals that actually know what they're worth and mm-hmm. that's how much we should be paying them have an accurate you know, gauge on what we should be paying them. But the rest of the world is so fucked because we're 200% behind on what our regular salary should be. So these specific specialty things, we just get screwed on because we're so far behind. 
the luxury yep yeah and it pisses me off pisses me off because if you call somewhere and you ask them for a venue or you ask them for blah 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 and you don't tell them it's a wedding it is cheaper than if you call and say well actually this is a wedding for 200 people instead of it being like oh it's a retirement party for 200 yeah and it's the same shit blow me blow me that shit drives me nuts more than likely yeah the and even like me me i've contemplated getting a third job like i get i am mm-hmm. a, i have a part-time teacher i'm a full-time federal employee with like a pretty good security for pay but yeah. i also contemplated getting a getting a loan which we have a loan because i i was like i need something because i i yeah. can't pay for everything yeah and, yeah yeah um they're graciously helping but they can't pay for everything and um i, I was like let me get another part-time job I go and I look at the part-time job and I'm like, okay, this is something that I used to do for minimum wage. Like when I first was out of college, I am trained in this. Like I was a part, I was a part-time framer at Michael's. I, I think I got paid 13, 13, yeah. and it was above minimum wage. It was great. Yeah. I go up here. He's spouting all this nonsense about it being the top uh, seller in Virginia for framing because Fairfax County, where I live, is the ex- most expensive city. And then I oh. think Loudoun County is, like, the most expensive in the United States or something. So people will spend money here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, like, 12 bucks an hour. And I was like, that's less than what I was paid in Alabama. This right. Is, this is, like, Northern Virginia, very, very expensive area. I, that, I can is... go to McDonald's for more. Yes. And yes, that that's stupid. Yeah, it's like there's Unreal. no room at all. No, no. That, it's it's so it's so fucked. Up. I can't wait. I cannot wait for 20 years. For, we won't even be alive in 20 years because the Earth's gonna destroy itself. But if we were underwater, yeah, we'll be underwater by then. But if we were alive in 20 years, I bet mm-hmm. we'd at least be getting paid what we should be. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. It might be paid in seashells, but at least we'll be getting more money. Money is a construct. Isn't that what people say? Kelby, don't get me started. It's all fake. I, I, every, it, everything should be free. I was just telling somebody the other day. I was telling, what was I? Oh, I was talking about something. Oh, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it would be nice to have a yacht. And I go, yeah, we all could have a yacht if they would just disperse the wealth properly. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, and my friend goes, don't start with this communist shit already. I'm like, it's true, though. <laughs> I would say, I would probably, like, I lean more to the libertarian, just, uh, like, where, like, the government shouldn't have a say, but also mm-hmm. probably should have a say. <laughs> it's that in-between, but I'm also a federal employee, so I'm making it right. for my own. <laughs> so. I know, there's only so much you can say always, but, um, yeah, no, listen, if I ran the world, it would be better. That's all I'd have to say. Yeah. Uh, God. Well, well, you're not wrong. Away, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, Kelby, thank you so much for joining us. You have successfully oh, survived yeah. time with us. Yeah, awesome. I well, thank you so much for having me. This is like my first ever podcast. I've listened to enough podcasts, like I should know. But thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Thanks for listening to Kelby. Thank you for being on. Enjoy night at the museum. Your life. Yeah. I can only imagine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I oh, wish you nothing but the best. Happy early birthday. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my god, I thought you said it was two days ago, and I was like, oh my god, wait, I thought, I thought it was the hubbies. Halloween, baby. Okay, that's what I thought, because, and it was, um, Daniel's birthday a couple days, a week ago? Six, the sixth. Six? Oh, yeah. It's October, baby. He's a Libra, and I'm a Scorpio, so if that says anything, (laughs) it's like different, different October babies. But, Different October babies. And then it's so funny. I, I haven't talked about my dog or how corgi obsessed I am, but the my scout scout's birthday is the twenty third. So we're all October. All in October. Oh, wow. yeah. oh that's nice. Knock yeah. it all out. Yeah, she's my baby, so for oh, now. Oh little baby. <laughs> They're oh, children. They yeah. are. Yeah. They are. As they should be. Thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you. I hope you very much so enjoyed the episode with our interviewee, Kelby. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, Thank you for being on the podcast. We appreciate it. Um, I absolutely will be hitting her up if she's still in Washington, D.C. when I'm there next. I was honestly, when we went for our Mm -hmm. vacation, I was like, you know what? I almost I was like, I think you could pull this string. I think you could text her and see, you know, where she works. And if we could what if swing you just by. just call Taylor up? What if you just called Taylor up? And I was going to. And then we broke down, like, how many hours we were really going to be there. And I was like, I guess we're just going to sprint around the Capitol is what we did. And then got an right. Uber and went to the game. So mm-hmm. I absolutely will be phoning a friend next time I go. Use your resources, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, anyway, thank you, Kelby, for that. Do we have any any news to talk about? Any hot goss? I don't Maddie's, think so. Maddie's fucking killing it in a show right now. There are rave reviews fucking everywhere. It's all I see. It's all I want to see. Well. If, if you're in the L.A. area, mm-hmm. you got to find out. You got to come see. You got to. You got to get your tickets now because by the time this comes out, it's like it's go time. Nearing the end, yeah. You got to get it in. Get it while it's hot. All right. Well, well, I guess that's all we have this week. I guess that's everything. Thanks for joining us. Um, We will talk next week probably more in depth about Taylor Swift. We're going to give you a warning now because once she gets eyes on the movie, there's a lot to dissect. There's going to be opinions abound. Absolutely. So prepare. Hannah, are you all caught up? I am all caught up. We'll see you next time.